You're just too good to be true. <laughs> Can't take my eyes off of you. She's gonna head bump to this. <laughs> Skip to the good bit. Yeah, I'd love. <laughs> I'd uh, I'd love to join in, but I'm just musically challenged, so <laughs> we won't be doing that. Um. <laughs> anyway, this is Make It a Podcast. My name's Evan. And I'm Kate. Katie, how are you? I'm okay. I was in work today for the full day. Love that. And it was um, tiring. I, I'm like halfway through a kind of monster. Now I'm like nearly done the kind of monster um the monster ultra rosa or rose oh that's the best one isn't it it's yeah, rosa it's my favorite my favorite so i only realized that it's my third can today okay. of monster no okay. it's no it is so i've had three different cans of monster today Three different flavors or three no, two different flavors. I asked one of the girls in work to go get me a monster, and she got me like a not um ultra rosa. It was something I've never had before, but I drank it anyway because I was like, you know what, I need caffeine. Mm-hmm. Then on my break, I got an ultra rosa, and then coming home from work, I got an ultra rosa because I just forgot that I had the one. Yeah. So I've literally, um, like on my third can of Monster, I'm like, oh my God, you're going to die. So that'll be <laughs> fun. I'm going to be so panicked later, but look, I'll be fine. Um, How are you? I'm good. I'm tired, but good. Yeah, no, mm. I'm really fine. I went on a rant today in work about how much I hate Chris Brown. <laughs> yeah, you, you sent me that message. How did that go? <laughs> Basically, it, it's just, it started off with me saying I hate Chris Brown and then telling my manager that I hate men. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. I tell my manager. And then he was like, oh, I apologize to me half of all men. I was like, well, I can't accept it, but I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, you know. Men are gross. I they hate are men. so gross. They are so awful. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm attracted to them, but... Yeah. You and me both, sister. If, if I could choose it, I would. <laughs> but I can't. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we don't have a choice. But yeah, other than that, I'm good. Don't think I have anything going on currently. Um, mm. so yeah, that's about it. So um, just gonna get straight into it then. So the Oscars took place on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So of course we had to take take it over to our Instagram for a red carpet hit or miss. So this is hit or miss Academy Awards edition. Mm-hmm. So so first up. Uh, we're gonna. She was nominated for uh best song uh, for "Lift Me Up" from Blank, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. It was none other than Rihanna. Mm-hmm. So what? So you just looking it up there? Yeah. So I it's know. very black leather. She's got the baby bump out. As always, it's not mm-hmm. like Rihanna, is it? <laughs> Do you know what? I wish I had the picture of this. I mean. Not the leather part, but like the sheer part reminds me of my cousin when she was pregnant. She was on her Debs when she was pregnant. Okay. And she wore like a black sheer dress to her Debs with her baby bump, like Rihanna style. <laughs> Literally like this. Um, and then she just had like like underwear on under it. 
yeah and it was fab like but this was 20 years ago like mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't 2023 it was like 2001 or so or 2002 no it was it's 2002 it was she was like heavily pregnant and it was so this is what it reminds me of um I like it hey I really enjoy it I think it's really yeah. fun yeah so, I really like it so it's the uh, results are in it's an 85% hit 15% miss mm-hmm. so next up we have Janelle Monet. so Janelle Monet is in it's kind of so it's like a kind of a two-piece like an orange yeah. skirt with like a black kind of top and then something around the neck Mm. So what do you think? You know, I said I think I said miss for this, mm-hmm. but I think I'm gonna go back on myself. The more I look at it, I think it's a hit. I definitely think it's a hit. Yeah, I did. I think I did say miss, but I think because like when it was, I think I was kind of like flying through them, and I was like, oh, that, like, why well, sure in the two piece? But it's it's actually really nice. I actually really like it. Yeah. So it is a sixty-seven percent hit, thirty-three percent miss. So next up we have Salma Hayek. Oh, miss. I don't even Absolute need. Miss. Like, she is stunning. Gorgeous. Like, body is incredible. She is an incredible, just looking human. And I just thought, this is like the orange kind of glitter dress, was it? Yeah. yeah. I just thought it was like, not Oscars enough. Mm. or something I don't know what I thought but I was just like it's very like yeah I didn't like it I just didn't like it I really didn't like it I thought she could have done more she could have done like sheer dress cutouts whatever but it was just like very it's like she played it safe yeah yeah so it is a 54% hit but a 46% miss yeah so, so next one we have Kate Hudson. I don't know if I saw this one. Well, so I did. Like a long silvery one with the like shoulder, shoulders. Yeah, sorry, I did see this. I said this as well because it's very like Deb's culture. I would agree. And I know I did say that like Rihanna's looked like my cousin's Deb's dress, but like that. It's not Deb's coach, like her Deb's dress wasn't Deb's culture, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like hers was a very risky Deb's dress, so um, yeah, miss, yeah, it's a miss uh, for me, but it's 50 50 on this one for everyone else. Mm. So, next up, we have Jesse Buckley. So, this uh, is it's very kind of reminds me of like a witch in the woods. I feel like I probably enjoyed it then. Oh yeah. Oh Joe, you know I said yes for this. You did? Yeah, I said hit, I think. Or did I say miss? What's the result on it? So it's 75% miss, 25% hit. Yeah, I think I said hit. I so really why like it. What? Why? Why did you say hit? I just think it's it's good. Like I just think it looks really good. <laughs> I just really like it. I think it's 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 out there like. It is out there, I suppose. I give I give that to her, but I'm not mad about it. No, I quite like it. So next up, we're going to move on to Kate Blanchett. Mm. So it's like a blue on top and then like a long black skirt. Like I can't tell if this is one dress or two pieces. 
this was yeah I know what you mean it looks like a blouse tucked into a skirt yeah but I think it's a one piece do you know what I actually really like it you do yeah like I think it looks it looks very like fashion yeah, it is yeah. very, like, runway, I suppose. Yeah, it's very nice. I like it. I'm going to say here. I'm going to give it a miss. But Oh, wait. I think, was this the one? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Sorry. There's one that's going to come up, and I'll tell you my opinion on it. Then. No, okay. no, it's still here. Okay, so uh, it's a 42% hit, but a 58% miss on that one. Okay. So next up, we have Lady Gaga. I feel like so it's kind of like sheer black on the top with like a long like with paneling and then like yeah a low rise skirt yeah I I I think Miss because I like definitely think Miss she could just do so much better I feel like she didn't try no 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 she didn't and then. Wasn't her performance dressed just very like, didn't she do it like Converse or something, her performance? Like a t-shirt and jeans and it was stripped back performance. Yeah, like no makeup and all. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then next, uh, so uh, 50-50 on that one. Yeah, no, I think it's this. No. So then we have Michelle Williams. Not of Destiny's Child from the Fablements. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it's like it's like very it's a white kind of like dress with like almost like a veil over it. I don't even know if you can Yeah. This one. I think I said miss for this, and I think I stick by it. But um, it is it is a nice dress. Like I see where they were coming from, but like it's just nah. Like, yeah. You know, no, this is the one that I said miss because do you know why it looks like a bride's dress? I was gonna say. Yeah, you're not getting married. Like it's still a dress if you were getting married, but you're not. So go on the Oscars. <laughs> and from Michelle Williams, not of Destiny Child, it is 50-50. Yeah. Next up we have our own Kerry Condon. So it's like a yellow kind of I she's kind of turned to the sides, so you can't really see the front of it. Oh yeah, mm, no, no, miss, miss. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. It's it's very Deb's culture. It's very like Bell cosplay. Like it's just. Okay, I'm getting what you mean now. I think I'm starting to change my direction on this one. Yeah, like it's just a bit of like no, you could do better. Like yeah. she looks gorgeous and the dress is nice, but I just don't think it's the right event. You know. Yeah. This looks like a bridesmaid dress. Oh, it does? Yeah. It looks like the one from Headler's Guy in 10 Days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, for, for the voters, it was a 73% hit, 27% miss. Mm. So next up, we have Michelle Yeoh. So she's wearing a long white dress, kind of similar to Michelle Williams' one. Yeah, no, another wedding dress. No, absolutely not. Uh, yeah, and I like the feathers, but just in a different color. Yeah. Sorry, okay. I had to cough there. 
Um, I had to mute myself. But like, it, she looks gorgeous, but it's just a no for the Oscars. Yeah, no, I give it a no as well. Um, yeah. Results show that it's a 73% hit, but a 27% miss. Yeah. Okay. Next up, we have Halle Berry. Halle Bailey. Halle Berry, not Halle Bailey. We'll get to okay. her. <laughs> okay. I'm just asking. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to be clear up. Who's playing Little Mermaid? Was Halle Berry's one on our list? Yeah, um, it was. Instagram? Yeah. I don't remember seeing this. So it's kind of, again, another white dress, but it's a bit different. Like, it's kind of cut out with the leg and then there's like roses on top. Yeah, and on the side and it like yeah. goes out to like... I'm going to say... Hit, mm-hmm. and I give it a hit because it's like a high leg, has the like rose gold roses. It's a high neck. It has a cut out in the middle. Like it's not like just a plain white gown. There's like a motive behind it almost. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you pull up the strings. It goes like wings. Like it's very, yeah. I really love it. So uh, it's a hit as well for me. Yeah. And then for everyone else, it's 82% hit, 18% miss. Okay. So then we have um, Florence Pugh. So so this is like, it's kind of hard to describe this one. Oh, yeah. I think I said hit for this. I think, I can't remember. What I said actually. Um. Yeah. No. I'm gonna go miss. It looks like bed sheets. It does, but I think this is a great Grammys outfit. Okay, that's fair. But not the Oscars. No, it's. I like. I'd like it at the Met Gala. Yeah, Met Gala or or Grammys or something funky and cool. But you're at the Oscars, like you're at like a prestigious award, like and look. You don't doesn't mean you have to act or dress prestigious, of course. Like you can do what you want, but it's just it doesn't seem like the vibe. It's very like street. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like street fashion kind of like I think she looks fab, but not the vibe. So miss. Yeah. So it's a thirty three percent hit, sixty seven percent miss on this one. I do really like her shoes though. Yeah. No, it looks like she's wearing bike shorts though. It does, but she's wearing a mini dress. Yeah. Okay, so next up, you brought her up earlier. It's time to get on to Halle Bailey. Oh, hit beautiful. I, I know it already. I think she looked gorgeous. She's so beautiful. I loved it. I want to look at it again, but like, I know I loved it. Oh, she just looks like a little princess in this. <laughs> She does. She's a princess, but she just, it's gorgeous. I think she's just knocked it out of the park. Like, she understood the assignment. Because, mm-hmm. like, her film's coming out and she is going to be a princess in it. And it's very, like, Ariel-esque. Yeah. I know she doesn't have the red hair, hair and stuff, but, like, oh, beautiful. I know. Yeah, 10 out of 10. Stunning. <laughs> 100%. A hit from both of us. It's a 64% hit, a 36% miss from everyone else. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> no, so, they're wrong, but anyway. They're wrong. <laughs> but, uh, so next up we have Cara Delevingne. Oh, I think I saw this. Yeah, so it's a red number. 
uh, cut out of the leg, and then it's like yeah. kind of stunning, stunning, beautiful, like stunning is the only way I can describe it. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, ten out of ten. Hit hundred percent. Like this is Oscars. Like yeah, yeah. So it's a ninety-one percent hit, nine percent miss from people. Mm. Again, okay. you have you're wrong, but anyway. <laughs> Next up, we have Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay, so I said hit, and I love it. I think she looks so cute and so sweet, and I just love her, love her, love her, love her, love her. Yeah, but I think she could have done more. I would but- agree. Then I also have to remember that she is a woman in her, like, what? Late 60s? Yeah, like, not that age is, age doesn't define you, but, like, what, 64. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, probably has grandchildren, like, you know, doesn't need to be, like, she's kind of, like, and in the best way possible, but I think she's become, like, the grandmother of Hollywood. Oh, she has, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like she's following kind of in the footsteps of like Betty White and stuff. Yeah. Um, I just feel like she could have done more, but like I think she is she looks amazing. So I give her a hit, but she could have done more. Like it's very, very safe, but it's it's still a hit for me. You see, for me it's a miss just because it matches the carpet. Does it? Yeah, it's the same colour as the carpet. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like Evan, she's a nanny. <laughs> Like in a in the best way, she's a nanny. It's such a gorgeous little nanny outfit. Like she wears like so many like pantsuits and things like that, and she's worn like like yeah, really nice but... dresses. But like I just wasn't mad about this. Yeah, but like she just looks so sweet. Of course, I love her. I will never. I say know about Jamie Lee Curtis, and you know I, I know. Love her. I know. I I know you do. I do. I do. I know you do. <laughs> okay, but the results are in. It's, it's so people are agreeing with you. It's an eighty-three percent hit, seventeen percent miss. Yeah. <laughs> So next up, we have Hong Chow. I, for some reason, I autocorrect turned it to Hong Chat. It's Hong Chow. Oh. Um, thank you, autocorrect. So it's this pink number around the neck. Her hair is tied back. Yeah. All right. So I said miss for this. Mm-hmm. But it looks like there's a carpet coming out the back of her dress. I didn't even know this. <laughs> It looks like a carpet. The train looks like a... I'm like, nah, girl. Nah. I didn't even notice that. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's just a miss for me. I think, I think if it was just the dress, it'd be fine. But it's just that. Yeah, I don't know. I think even the dress is, like, way too safe. You're doing... No, girl. No. Go back to drawing board. I think, like, maybe if the dress was a different colour or, like, if it was gold or if it was, like, champagne coloured... Yeah. She'd even get away with it, but it's just not it. But the colour is gorgeous on her. Like, it's definitely her colour, but yeah, you know. Yeah, so uh, I'm saying miss as well. So uh, 45% hit, 55% miss. Mm-hmm. So uh, she famously did the thing, according to Ariana DeBose, but uh, it's time for Angela Bassett. I'm okay, looking so, now. Yeah, so it's like this purple one... Mm. I'm going to say what it reminds me of. Go for it. Reminds me of a quality street rapper. Purple quality street. Uh, <laughs> that talk came into my head as <laughs> soon as you said it. As soon as you said I'm going to say what it looks like, I was like quality street, 100%. That's what Evan's going to say. 
Yeah, she looks a bit like quality shoe, doesn't she? No, that's a miss. <laughs> I love how gorgeous I can compare these looks to biscuits and chocolate. True. But you're right, though. It is. And you're right. What? I'm pretty torn, though. No, I, miss. I think it is pretty, but it just, it's the quality street thing that's sticking in my head. Yeah, it's the colour that's kind of... I don't really like the necklace either. Yeah, I don't like that. No. So uh, I'm saying I'm going to say miss on this one as well, purely for the quality street. Yeah, <laughs> girl. Next year, though, uh, cosplay is quality street. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, it's a 91% hit, but a 9% miss on this one. Oh. So next up, we have Anna de Armas. So nominated for her performance in Blonde. Uh, it's this kind of, it's kind of like a, I can't tell if it's white or grey, and then it's like ruffled at the bottom. Oh yeah, no, Miss Horrible, disgusting, oh, get it out of my face. It's awful, that dress. It's really bad, so sorry, but look, she didn't buy it, so it's fine. She, and then, I don't know, she could have done more, no, I'm not going to comment on her hair or anything like that, but... <laughs> I know what you mean. Like you're at the Oscars, do more than straighten it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Throwing a little. Up you know too. what? If she had a necklace, I don't think it'd be that bad. No, it's horrible. Have you seen the bottom of the dress? Yeah, the bottom of the dress is horrible. <laughs> if she had a necklace, I think that would distract me. Yeah. I get you. I I get where you're coming from, but yeah. she's stunning though. She's gorgeous. She, she's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, so we're not fans of this. So um, it's a 45% hit, 55% miss on this one. Mm. So next up, we're going to talk about some of the guys. Uh, so we're going to start off with Paul Meskel. Oh, I think I said hit for this. Really? Yeah, did you say miss? I said miss, 100% I said miss. I said hit because, like, he tried it's not just a black and white tux. No, I get that. You know, he came out of the, the bag. But it's so funny, though, because, like, I know people that, like, went to the same school as him and all. Mm-hmm. And I just can't get out of my head that he's a pure Kildare man, like. Oh, yeah. He's from Kildare, like. He is. Do you know what I mean? He's just a Kildare man at the Oscars. And it's just so funny. Like, it's just, it's same way Barry Keown is a fella from the flats. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Just gas, like I can never look them, but no, hit. I think it's a hit. I'm just a hit. See, I'm not a fan of it because I just don't like the jacket, how long it is. I get I'm, it, I do get I mean, that. The trousers are kind of high waisted. I'm just like, okay, it doesn't really make sense to me. Yeah, no, I do get that, but I still like it. I, I'm gonna say hit. Okay, well, the majority are agreeing with you. It's a 92% hit, 8% miss. I mean, it helps the way the way he looks helps. Do you know what I mean? Like, if oh, he I did, understand. like, his looks pull it off. Yeah, he's not, he's not a bad looking man. I never said he wasn't. No, no, but that's what I mean. Like, if he wasn't as good looking as he was, it'd probably be a miss. But because he's a good looking man in that outfit, it's like. Yeah. Do you know? Right. That's so next up from Glee all the way to the Oscars, he was in Everything Everywhere All at Once, Harry Shum Jr. So it's like a white kind of suit with like a I don't know what you would call that around the waist oh oh yeah I don't want to like miss like name it but I know it's it's like a belt but it's not a belt yeah uh, I'm gonna say here I would say here as well yeah I, again it's different like it's not just it's a traditional style outfit 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So it's a eighty-two percent hit, eighteen percent miss on that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then next up, uh, he played Elvis. Um, so it is Austin Butler. <sighs> yes. <laughs> I know it's awful. You are Elvis for Christ's sakes. Why? It's like the shoulders. It's the shoulders that really annoy me. Yeah. Well, he just annoys me in general, but like it's the shoulders that he's on the thing he's wearing that really, really fucking annoy me. Yeah, no, it's just like, come on, you were Elvis. Mm-hmm. Like you were Elvis Presley in his film. There's actually, do you know what I've noticed? People's mm. Oscar party, like the after party outfits were better than their the Vanity Fair party. Yeah. Yeah. All their outfits were way better than the the red carpet or the the carpet because it wasn't red this year but you know yeah um but it's just so basic and plain yeah now um so that's a miss that's a miss for me however everyone else said 58% hit 42% miss no I disagree Uh, yeah so then two more left so we have Lenny Kravitz let me look at this again Oh, yeah, hit. Absolute hit. I think it's a hit. It's very Lenny Kravitz, and I think it's, it's the right move. It is, yeah. Like, Lenny Kravitz can't wear a suit. Mm-hmm. You know, like, just a plain black and white tux. Like, I love the chains. I love the shoes. Um, The sunglasses, like, yeah, I suppose they're very Lenny Kravitz, but, like, you know, maybe he shouldn't have worn sunglasses. Is Lenny Kravitz a he? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Um, the silk kind of vibe. I'm just vibing with it. I just think it looks great. I really like it. Yeah. Hair is brilliant. You know, very good. Absolutely. So, uh, we're both saying hit. So it's yeah. a seventy three percent hit, twenty seven percent miss on that one. So we're gonna end on this one. The man everyone's talking about from The Last of Us, Pedro Pascal. What? <laughs> Your smile there. I just love him. Love Pedro Pascal. (laughs) But I don't know how I feel about the outfit because it's kind of reminding me of Steve Jobs a little bit. I wouldn't say that, would you? Yeah, he's wearing a turtleneck. It doesn't really remind me of Steve Jobs, though. It does. He looks like he... I feel like he looks like he wants to sell me a pyramid scheme. (laughs) You know, like I, like he looks like he's gonna tell me how to like make all my crypto into millions of dollars. Like, oh, yeah, I know like, I see it when you said that. Like, but I love him, and I think he's unbelievable. Like, he's so good looking, and he's such a nice man. Well, like he seems like such a nice man, but like he just looks like he's gonna embezzle all my money. <laughs> I wish he didn't say that because I was in favor of this and I'm not too sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just so plain and boring and it's just a full black suit with a white polar neck underneath it. Well, I kind of like that it's a polo instead of a like shirt with a tie. Yeah, but he just looks like he's going to just 
ruined my life. <laughs> there are many girls out there that wanted to happen. I know, like I would let him do it, but he just looks like he is. But I'm still gonna say hip because I really like him. But I just think that now it's a, it's a miss for me. Sorry, I can't even lie. Oh, I was in favor of this until you said that. Now I'm gonna say. Have neither. you seen him with his glasses on? Yeah, I think he wore them in the audience. Like when that's when even worse. That's even worse. I think worse. that was worse. I thought that was better. With his glasses on, he looks like he's in an 80s high school yearbook. <laughs> and he, and he's in a band. And will still ruin my life. He looks like the underdog that sells weed. <laughs> in a movie. You can't tell me I'm wrong. What like, saying? like six different things about him. No, but... Six different men in one human body. <laughs> but like, without the glasses, he just looks like he's going to like embezzle all my money and like bribe me into a pyramid scheme. But mm. with the glasses on, he looks like the, the teenage movie character that like is the underdog for selling drugs, but is also in a band. And will like somehow ruin my life. But I'm not sure how yet. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's how I feel about his outfit. So we're both saying miss on that one. However, um, <laughs> it's a it's a eighty two percent hit, eighteen uh, percent miss on that one. So y'all are wrong. Y'all didn't see what I saw. Y'all did not see that. <laughs> <laughs> so next, so we're gonna get move on from hit or miss. Talk about pop news. Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it? Loved it. So uh, we've talked about the red carpet looks at the Academy Awards. So let's talk about the awards themselves. So I stayed okay. up to watch them. I uh, actually thought it was such an amazing year. And believe it or not, no one got slapped. So there. Oh, and Jenny the Donkey made an appearance. We love oh, her. We um, so these are the winners, just some of the winners. So these are just the big five categories that I'm going to call out. If you want to read the rest of the winners, you can read that online mm-hmm. anywhere that the internet is available. I don't know why I said that. It's available everywhere. <laughs> in stores oh, now. Google it. <laughs> Google it. Um, so the biggest night in cinema took place on Sunday and the winners have been announced. So Taehui Kwan, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, from Everything Everywhere All at Once, won for actor in a supporting role. This was his first Oscar. He took a break. He was away from the industry for uh, more than 20 years um retiring as a child actor and then coming back in everything ever all at once so jamie lee curtis from everything ever all at once won for actress in a supporting role this is her first nomination and first win can you believe oh. that come on yeah i know should have won for freaky friday freaky friday come on uh, <laughs> i agree um brendan fraser from the whale for actor in a leading role deserve it i knew he would I knew, I knew, like, we walked out of that cinema and I looked at Kevin Square in the eye and I said, look, I know the Irish are in it this year and I really want one of them to win, but if Brenda Fraser does not win this Oscar, I will kick up murder. And he did, so. And there we go. Uh, Michelle Yeoh, uh, from Everything Everywhere All at Once, uh, won for actress in a leading role. She is the second actress of colour alongside Halle Berry, who actually presented the awards for her, in the 95-year history of the Academy Awards to win this award. So oh. only two women of colour have won in 95 years. So <laughs> let's change that, please. Um, yeah. And finally, best picture, the big one, went to, can you have a guess? 
everything, everywhere, all at once. And it is officially the most awarded film of all time. Oh. So those are just some of the winners. Yeah. Uh, oh, God, I cried my eyes out. Did you? <laughs> I did. I was crying. Oh. Because Jamie Lee, I mean, obviously, I started crying. I mean, Kerry Aquan, I think he was first up, and then he just he just started crying on stage, and I was like, "I love you, please stop being yeah, so." Yeah, he was really cute. Yeah, I saw the clips. And then Jamie Lee, I'm just a champion for that woman. Oh yeah, me too. She's my idol. Yeah, and then Brendan Fraser, of course, just deserves to win. And then uh, I'm just like, when I say I hate men, I don't hate Brendan Fraser, and I don't hate Kerry Aquan. Yeah, but like, I don't think they're they qualify as men. Like as in as in like they're just different entities, like you know, they're They're not the same species. They're like their own species. They are protect them at all costs. Mm. Okay, do you have anything else to say on this? No, I've not really asked Sandy Oscars. Some great performances: Gaga, Rihanna. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Yes. (laughs) I, I I like to sleep so. Yeah, she likes to sleep. I like to grind. Watch the Oscars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to be on the carpet with the microphone one day, you guys. You will. Now. So, so from a, from a high to a very much low, this next one, we first got to know him in Big Daddy and in Friends, but his big break came in The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody and then in Riverdale. Cole Sprouse sat down, cigarette in hand, with the Call Her Daddy podcast to talk all things Cole. When asked about his first real relationship, Cole then turned it turned it, it around to talk about losing his virginity at 14. Cole said, this still bald cut guy, um, I met this girl who was older. The first night we made out, the second night I knocked out her hotel door, I looked at her and was like, are you DTF? She goes, what? And I go, you down to fuck? It gets worse. Uh, so this is actually this one's not too bad. Cole spoke uh, spoke about his uh, being a trial star and saying he only stopped paying that his family bills about three years ago. Uh, so Cole also talked about his mother not having custody of him or Dylan. He talked about how her addiction, her addiction, how it was a great wound, but also great driving force for him in the industry. But the question on everyone's lips was whether Cole was going to talk about his ex-girlfriend and current Riverdale co-star, Lily Reinhardt. So Cole finally talked about the re- his relationships uh, after divulging the subject. He said almost he said almost every single one of his girlfriends, except for his current girlfriend, have cheated on him. Uh, so Cole was asked about his former relationship with Lily. Cole went on to say, we both did quite a bit of damage to each other and that all the cliches about dating someone you work with are true. So when asked why did the relationship end, Cole at first said that it was mutual, but then contradicted himself by saying that he was the first one to leave. Oh. Yeah, oh. so it was probably mutual the second time when all of her family and friends were like, just leave him. Because <laughs> I feel like that happened. I feel like everyone oh. that knew horror was just like, just leave. He's not worth it. He is not. No. And I'm sad because I used he used to be my crush on Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Oh, you were a Cody girl. I was a Cody girl. Mm-hmm. I regret that now. <laughs> Just shows I have really bad taste in men from a young age, you know. <laughs> what can I say? Oh, he's just so gross. 
gross. Yeah, he is gross. Um, did you listen to the podcast? I did. I did. I I want my life back. Yeah. I no. just want my life. I don't have Spotify at the moment. I just use Apple Podcasts, but it's it's exclusive to Spotify. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I do I have did. Spotify. I just have to log in, and I'm just. I just. I just. I don't know. Not the effort. Um. So. Pretty much. Anyway, so yeah, I did listen to it. This is the whole thing. I. Oh, oh, I just want to die. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, there was also another bit in the podcast where he's like, most of us joined the arts because we're pretty fucked up. He joined the arts when he was like three. Yeah, I was going to say, like, he had no choice in joining the arts. <laughs> his, like, his parents made him do it. Yeah, well, his mother, his mother's not well, God bless her. Um, well, to be fair, he joined the arts probably because she was, you know, pretty sure. effed up. Yeah. In a way, in a way, like, not, you know. Look at, like, I'm not what getting is... into that side of things, but like, you know, I see where he's coming yeah, from. But... Way, so he was at, she was asking about relationships. And then he's like, you want to hear about how I lost my virginity? The question was, can I ask you about your first real relationship? Mm. You proceeded to turn this around into something no one wants to know about. Yeah. And then I felt like he was kind of rude. About, not rude. I don't know what the word is, but about Lily. Mm. Um. In what's the word? Um. Oh, I can't think of the word now. Insensitive. Yeah. It was insensitive. That's what I was thinking of. It just sounds like it was insensitive. It's okay, Lily. We will we will help you out. We will get you away from him. We will free you from the clutches of Riverdale. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Blink twice if you need help again. <laughs> Come on, just do it. We'll help you. <laughs> we fly to LA it's fine it's all good it's all good anyway I'm gonna let you introduce this week's topic okay so this week we are heading to Padua High to follow the story of Kat and Patrick and their shenanigans along the way full of joy and tears and uncomfy but important moments that's right everyone this week we're talking about 10 things I hate about you so Evan, what is your history with 10 Things I Hate About You? So my history with 10 Things I Hate About You. So definitely watch it growing up. I think it was on TV quite a bit. Mm. So but I'd, uh, I, so I'd watch like bits and pieces of it because it was always on TV. And then I think it was a few years ago, I watched like the full movie. I just sat down, watch it. And I absolutely loved it. Um, and I've seen it multiple times now. So yeah, that's kind of my history with it. I kind of know the really famous scenes like the the scene of Heath Ledger singing and the t- the dancing scene uh, which we'll get to later which I love uh, but yeah that's kind of a history with it I've just always kind of known of it and it's always been around so what's your history with 10 things I hate about you? So I didn't I didn't really like watch it until I was about like 17 or 18 and mm-hmm. I was in like secondary school I was in like I was in sixth year and I think one of my friends was talking about it and like again like I'd seen like the title and like I knew it was a movie but I never watched it mm-hmm. and then I watched it when I was like 17 or 18 and like just fell in love and it's just become my comfort movie and I just watch it every now and then and I'm just like I love this so much um and yeah that's my history I just I just fell in love and and I adore it. 
Yeah, so we're going to recap the movie, 10 Things I Hate About You, take you all back. Uh, you ready? Take me back, take me back. So, uh, the film starts, a group of girls are driving and uh, bopping in their car, and beside them, in her in our own car, is a stone-faced cat. So, Cameron is sitting with Miss Perky, the guidance counsellor, who is writing a novel. Patrick visits Miss Perky, and she tells him to keep it in his pouch. Michael introduces himself to Cameron, and shows him around, and tell, tells him about all the different cliques. Bianca catches Cameron's eye and Michael tells her not to think about it. So Bianca and Chastity talk about what they like and love. And we find out the Stratford sisters aren't allowed to date. Uh, Kat is in English class and wants to focus on more female writers. And Patrick walks in. Mr. Morgan tells Kat off and sends her to the office. So Miss Perky is still writing her novel when Kat walks in. Miss Perky tells Kat she comes across as a heinous bitch. Joey flirts with Bianca and Michael, and and Michael tells uh, Cameron all about him. Michael tells Cameron Bianca needs a French tutor, and he sees this as an opportunity to talk to her. Joey makes fun of uh, Kat's clothes. Uh, he drives off and picks up Bianca and Chastity. Michael attempts to drive away on his bike, but ends up crashing down the hill. So Kat is at home reading The Bell Jar. Her dad walks in, and she opens a letter from Sarah Lawrence. Kat got accepted, but her father wants her to go to a local college. Kat rats out Bianca for driving home with Joey. Their dad says Bianca can date, and when Kat does, when when Kat uh, does, but she never will. Bianca sits down for tutoring with Cameron. He asks her uh, out. She says it's cute, and she comes up with a plan for her to date when Kat does. Michael and Cameron meet possible possible bachelors for Kat. Michael tells Cameron no one will go out with Kat, but Cameron suggests that Patrick does. Michael tells Cameron of the rumours surrounding Patrick. Cameron tries to ask him, but he drills a hole in Cameron's French book. Michael sits with Joey at lunch and he tells him of the plan. Joey draws a penis on Michael's face and he says he'll think about it. Joey tells Patrick he wants him to go out with Kat. So Patrick tells Joey of the expense of taking Kat out and Joey agrees to pay him. Patrick tries to ask Kat out and she refuses. So then Cameron tells Michael that they are screwed. Bianca asks Kat if she's ever considered a new look. Bianca is wearing her mother's pearls and this annoys Kat. Patrick tries to ask Kat out, but she brushes him off. Joey blocks Kat's car and she reverses into Joey's car. Uh, Kat's father tells her off and so does her sister. Joey tells him he has to ask Kat out and he ups his price. Cameron and Michael talk to Patrick and say they want to help him out. Michael tells Patrick of a party and how it's the perfect opportunity to take out Kat. Then Joey uh, shows Bianca his headshots. Cameron and Bianca hang out and they talk about the party. They snoop through Kat's room. He asks to see Bianca's room and she says no. Cameron and Michael pull up to a biker bar and they tell him of what Kat wants in a guy. They tell him Kat will be at uh, Club Skunk to see her favourite band. Patrick arrives at Club Skunk. Kat goes to get water and she sees Patrick. He mentions a band she loves and tells her she looks sexy. Bianca and Chastity try to sneak out. Kat and Bianca talk and she agrees to make an appearance. Their dad uh, forces, uh, forces Bianca to wear a fake pregnancy belly. So Patrick arrives to the house to take her to the party. Michael and Cameron are getting ready for the party. Everyone arrives at the house and the party is underway. Michael tries to flirt and fails. Kat and Patrick walk up the stairs. A girl tries to kiss him, but he pawns her off. Uh, Bianca is hanging out with Joey and Kat grabs her to tell her something. Bianca talks... Uh, uh, talks to talks 
to her and about enjoying her adolescence. And Kat takes a shot. Cameron runs into Bianca and she tries to introduce him to Chastity. Bianca goes off with Joey, uh, leaving Cameron crushed. Joey is bragging about himself and Bianca rolls her eyes. So Bianca and Cameron look at each other. She grabs Chastity and tries to leave. Kat is drunk and dances on the table in front of everyone. She passes out in Patrick's arms and he takes her out there, outside. Uh, Cameron tells Patrick the plan is off uh, and Patrick reminds him that he is deserving of the things that he wants. Patrick and Kat talk outside the party and he and sit on the swing set. Kat starts to close her eyes, but Patrick wakes her up. She mentions his eyes and then she throws up. Joey asks Bianca to go to another party and Chastity leaves with Joey. Patrick drives Kat home. She leans in to kiss him and he rejects her. So Cameron drives Bianca home. He calls her selfish and beautiful. He rants and then she kisses him. Kat walks into class and everyone teases her about the dance. So Mr. Morgan gives the class an assignment and Kat says she likes the, likes the assignment. Bianca and Cameron smile at each other in the hall. Michael impresses Man- Mandela with Shakespeare and mentions Patrick and Kat. Michael tells Patrick and Cameron that Kat really hates Patrick. Kat and Mandela talk about the school dance and um, by not going, they're making a statement. Joey asks Bianca to prom and he tells her she, he, he's working on getting Kat to prom. Uh, Joey pays Patrick to take Kat to prom. Kat is looking at guitars and Patrick approaches her, but she walks away. But uh, Patrick meets Kat at the bookstore, bookstore and they argue. Cameron, Michael and Patrick talk in the canteen about Kat. Kat is playing soccer and she hears singing over the PA. Patrick sings, can't take my eyes off of you in front of everyone, and which lands Patrick in detention. Kat distracts her teacher uh, so she can sneak out of class. She flashes the teacher and gets applause as she walks out. Kat and Patrick are out on a paddle boat and they talk about her, her dad and his expectations. They go paintballing and they kiss. They arrive home and he clears up the rumours about him. He kisses her again and asks her to prom. She says no and she asks why he, why he is pushing this. She interrogates him. They argue and she runs inside. Cameron and Bianca are studying and she asks him in French why he won't ask her out. Mandela has a new dress in her locker. Bianca tells her dad uh, she wants to go to prom with a boy. He tells her no and she goes inside to watch TV. So Kat talks to her sister and she tells Bianca her and Joey went out for a month. She tells her sister that she lost her virginity to Joey. Bianca gets annoyed at her sister and mopes on the tire swing. Kat and Bianca head off to prom. Cameron picks Bianca up and she introduces him to her dad. Kat meets Patrick at the prom and she apologizes to him and the prom is about to begin. Joey shows up at the house uh, to pick up Bianca. Her dad answers the door and closes it on Joey. Mandela is looking for William and he is on stage waiting for her. Kat's favorite band are playing at the prom thanks to Patrick. They kiss and have a dance. Bianca runs into Chastity in the bathroom and she came with Joey. So Chassie tells Joey, uh, tells uh, Bianca all about the bet with Joey. <laughs> Patrick continues to tell Kat more truths. Joey reveals he paid Patrick to take Kat out in front of her. Kat storms off and Michael tells Cameron that the shit has hit the fan. Joey threatens uh, Cameron and he punches, punches him. Bianca punches and kicks Joey. Cameron and Bianca kiss. Patrick tries to explain himself. He kisses her and she pushes him off. Kat is sitting on her porch and Bianca leaves with Cameron. So her dad says he is okay with her going to Sarah Lawrence. Mr. Morgan calls on the students to read their poems and Kat is up first. She reads the iconic poem and cries. Kat heads to her car and finds a guitar in the front seat, uh, uh, which is a gift from Patrick. He apologizes and says that he fell for her. 
they kiss and the band is playing on the roof of the school and that is when the movie ends. So let's get into a discussion. Let's get into a discussion. Um, I love this movie. Love it so much. It's just such like a late 90s like movie and I just, I can fault it, but I can't fault it if that makes sense. Yeah. Sorry, I had to sneeze again, guys. We're getting a sinus infection, just in case you're wondering <laughs> why I sound like this. So I keep pausing to sneeze, but um, I love it. I love Heath Ledger in this movie. Oh, he's so wonderful. Oh, I love him in like, and it always makes me sad to know like how much he struggled after like filming the Batman and stuff. Yeah. And um oh, it just it makes me so sad to know that like he struggled so hard and that he's no longer here because I think he should be. Yeah, he's he's so amazing in this film. He's so wonderful. He is a wonderful actor, like there was. But um I also love Julia Styles in this movie. Oh she's so sexy. Like Kat Staff, uh, Strafford, I always going to call her Stafford, but Strafford mm. is just my idol. I, just I, love I her. was her in school. <laughs> She's what I wanted to be, but I feel like I was Bianca. Yeah, I was definitely Kat Strafford. I was like, just hated yeah. everyone. I'm just yeah. fight against everything. Yeah, no, I was just like, well, like, I wasn't Bianca in school. No, I wasn't popular, but like, I was, really wasn't, but like, yeah, I just really wanted to be Karen. I really loved her, but uh, I hate Joey. Oh, he's the worst. Worst, 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 worst. Um, but my favorite part of this movie is obviously the quote, the this the poem. Oh yes, it's so iconic. Oh, uh, it's the best, and like every time she reads it out, I cry. Can you recite it every Can time? You recite I... it? Do you know the whole thing? Because I don't. I still don't know for all these years. So I have it here. Um. <laughs> so I hate the way you talk to me and the way you cut your hair. I hate the way you drive my car. I hate it when you stare. I hate your big dumb combat boots and the way you read my mind. I hate you so much. It makes me sick. It even makes me rhyme. <laughs> I hate the way you're always right. I hate it when you lie. I hate it when you make me laugh and even worse when you make me cry. And then she cries. Um, <laughs> so she wipes and then tear. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it when you're not around and the fact you didn't call. But mostly I hate the way I don't hate you. Not even close. Not even a little bit. Not even at all. Oh, <laughs> me to shreds, please. It does. It does. Every time I'm like, um, every time I see it on Disney Plus or whatever, I'm like, to Kevin, can we watch it? And he's like, we've watched it. I'm like, we'll watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my favorite quotes is, I have loads, but one of them is, you're not as vile as I thought you were. Oh yeah, I love that. She's like, you're not as vile as I thought you were. And then um I romantic Hemingway. He was an abusive alcoholic misogynist who squandered 
of his life hanging around with Picasso, trying to nail his leftovers. Um, yeah, I just love it. And then, oh. what's the other one? Um, oh, did I? Re- what did I do? Was it? Oh yeah, I love Bianca's one. Can we for two seconds ignore the fact that you're severely unhinged and discuss my need for a night of teenage normalcy? Oh, <laughs> it's very quotable, this movie. Yeah, or you're 18 and you don't know what you want and you won't know what you want until you're 45 and even if you get it, you'll be too old to use it. Okay, that's, oh, that's... that hits a bit too close to home. <laughs> I know, I know. It's, it's just sad, like... Or um, Cameron, I burn, I pine, I perish. <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt is a baby in this. He's such a baby, and I love him. Like I used to have such crush on him, uh, when I was younger, and he was older. But when he was when he was younger, do you know what I mean? Mm. So like when I was younger, I had a crush on the younger Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, I also love like their paintball day. Oh yeah, it looks so fun. And like just, just I just love the way they're like their relationship buds yeah and that like it's not perfect and it is very like cheesy and stuff but like I still love it Mm -hmm. and it definitely doesn't age well like the whole like flashing the teacher and stuff oh I hated that yeah I've never really liked that I'm like that's just not allowed you just can't do that the teacher just stands there and does nothing yeah like no no, you should like get kicked out of school for that. One hundred percent. Yeah. So, uh, my favorite scene in this entire movie is the table dance. Is it? It's just oh, it's just so funny because it's so out of pocket for her because she's just like I hate everyone. I Once she gets a few drinks in there, she's like, I'm gonna dance on this table. I know, but like I think that they done that on purpose because yeah. like to show the two sides of someone and stuff. Yeah. Um, I actually love the swing scene. Yeah, where they're on the swings. The yeah. So it's technically at the party, but yeah, when they're outside the party and they you kind of like see him kind of like fall in love a little bit. Yeah. And I just think it's really cute. And then the fact that he says no because she's drunk. Oh, I love a respectful king. I love a respectful king. And for like the mid 90s, you know, it's pretty good. Did you know that this is a modernization of uh, Shakespeare's Timing is True? Yeah, I didn't realize that until I looked that up. I knew that before I ever watched the movie. I don't know why it was just a fact that I knew. Yeah, I know of Taming the True. I don't know it that well. Yeah, I don't. I don't know it. Like, so I, I wouldn't have been able to put two and two together. But me and Kevin were only talk about it, and he was like, "Are you for real?" He was like, "There's literally like the ideology all over the place. Like, they literally like sprinkle things in all." And then he was, then he just looked at me, <laughs> and was like, "Why are you the way that you are?" <laughs> That's physically the quote he just, he said to me about an hour ago. We were talking about like ideology in films and then he asked me if I recognized a certain like theme in a film that we watched um and I was like I was like not until they said it like and he was like oh my god and then he then he was like what is a civil war 
and I was like like against civilians like I don't know and then he was just like then he was like why are you the way that you are and I was like well then he asked you what a civil war was and you did not know the answer yeah oh my god I know now I suppose yeah it's between the same country yeah Anyway, uh, I just think Julie Stiles is just so hot when she's dancing on the table. It's my favourite scene. I keep bringing back to this, but I love it so much. Yeah, I think she's just hot in general. I love her. Yeah, and that, that scene actually got her. She improvised the dance, and that got her her role in Save the Last Dance, if you've ever seen it. Oh, did it? Yeah, so we have 10 things that I hate about you. So thanks for that. Yeah. So thanks, 10 things I hate about you. What did you think of, because I have, I don't know if I have, if I can have an opinion on this, I don't know. What did you think about Gabrielle Union's part in this movie? So she played Chastity. Who? Who? You... Gabrielle Union. Chastity. Bianca's friend. Oh, yeah. I don't, I'm really kind of indifferent, like. She, yeah, she's the only character of colour in the movie. Yeah. No real agency. Yeah, I know, I know, but I don't think it was meant to be that way. Yeah. I think it was just the times. That's why I'm indifferent, because I don't think it was, if it was nowadays. It would have been completely different. There'd be a huge problem with that. Yeah. But, like, I'm not saying it's okay. Mm -hmm. But I do think that it, it wasn't intentional of the time. Yeah. And if it that's fucked up but like I don't think it was intentional yeah so what do you think give me your opinions I don't know I just think I mean I think of the times kind of like what you said but I know you and again like we said with the teacher scene you look back on some of these things and like some lines that they say and things that happen you're just like okay yeah but you know it's good to look back and recognize that that is dodge but that's what I'm saying. Like, remember we said that before about a movie and stuff that's happened in movies years ago. Mm-hmm. They're good to like have to look back on to be like, that's not all right. Yeah. And a good teaching point for people and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm I'm just indifferent about it. Like, I don't have too much to say because I'm not like directly affected, and I know that's also a bit of a problem. But like, yeah. I also just I just don't think it was anything intentional yeah so but another great scene is the iconic scene can't take my eyes off of you yeah it doesn't get better than that does it no it's brilliant every time I hear that song I think of that scene mm. oh, it's incredible God. yeah and then Alice and Jenny looking like she has a plastic wig on her head <laughs> I was like looking at it, I was like, she actually looks like she has like Kendall hair. Yeah. Yeah, she was a bit of an oddball, that character. Mm. The so, erot- erotic novelist. Mm. Okay, so I've just looked this up here. Um, So in a 2019 interview with the New York Times, the film's casting director, Marsha Ross, said that Josh Hartnett... Eliza Dushku, um, Katie Holmes and Kate Hudson were all considered for roles in 10 Things I Hate About You. 
Rossi said that she loved Hudson's audition, but the actress ultimately passed on the role because her mother, Goldie Hawn, didn't think it was a good fit. Oh. I couldn't imagine anyone else playing these roles, though. No, I couldn't either. Like, I think the casting was kind of pretty brilliant, to be honest. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know if I have anything else more to say about 10 Things Ahead About You. If I do, I can work it in. Uh, do you oh, wait. The English teacher was... Is black. Oh, the English teacher, yeah. Yeah, because you said Chastity was the only black person of colour. Oh, okay, yeah. Black person of colour. Yeah. yeah. I mean, two out of a whole cast is still pretty bad. And the fact that, like, you know, Chastity's character, the way that she was and stuff, like, it's still a problem, but... I just I just thought I'd mention that in case. Oh, and then there was an extra as well. I'm just looking at the cast list, but wait. It said that Danny Dyer was. I in just looked that up as well, and I was like, "Are you looking at the same thing?" <laughs> yeah. There's no way. There is no way. I have to look at Wikipedia for this. What? <laughs> no, he wasn't in Ten Things I Hate About You. He wasn't. It's not on his Wikipedia at all. Oh. Okay, thank God. <laughs> Why is he on the cast list? I don't know. This happens a lot when you... Okay. Okay, I think some of these are... But then again, it wouldn't make sense either. Because there was a 10 Things I Hate About You series that, oh. like, they did years later. So some of these are from the series as well. But then he's not in that either. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, hey. Okay. Yeah, no, never mind. But yeah, no, but the English teacher was um played by Daryl Mitchell, wasn't he? Yeah, he's really yeah. funny. Were you looking up something there? Oh, yeah, no, no, I'm done now. I, I have nothing else to say. Okay, yeah, uh, I have nothing else to say. If we do, we'll work it in as per usual. So, yeah, next, so we're going to talk about the success of um of 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah, so I'm just pulling it up here, just taking a minute to load. So, here it is. Uh, so it has a 71% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, meaning higher than rent. That is true. It made 60.4 million dollars at the box office against a budget of 13 million. So pretty really good. good. Really, really good. So the film was nominated for seven Teen Choice Awards and Julia Stiles won Breakthrough Female Performance at the MTV Movie Awards. So in 2008, ABC Family aired the series 10 Things I Hate About You, a half-hour comedy series based on the film. Larry Miller reprised his role as Walter Stratford for the series. However, it was cancelled after 20 episodes. Huh. So sad. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. Not really. You can't really do it again in a TV series format. Yeah, just leave it how it is, like. Yeah. So, uh, before we move on to uh, pop quiz, we're just having a little open discussion. So, because 10 Things I Hate About You is such an iconic teen movie, we're going to yeah. talk about some of our other favourite teen movies of all time. So, let's just have a little chat, will we? Yeah, are we... Like, I wrote a list. Okay, so what's on your list? Call them out to okay. you and we'll, we'll have a... And I'll probably just shout them out. <laughs> Okay, perfect. So, 
did you mean for them to be like specifically teens were in this movie or like that just teens would watch it? Teens in the movie. I think I think this all has teens in the movie anyway. Yeah, no, they do. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, one of them I'll ask you when I come to it. So first is Mean Girls. My fave. Then Freaky Friday. Love. Lizzie McGuire movie. Of course. Angus Tong is a perfect snogging. Yeah. Almost famous. From what we done from the podcast. Okay, I, 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 yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that one. Um, Princess Diaries. Yeah. This one, I'm not sure. Technically, they're teens, but they're, technically they're not. But I do think it's a teen movie. Like I was obsessed with this when I was a teenager. Yeah. Legally Blonde. Like it's I don't not. Know, I don't know. Yeah. It's not a teen movie, but I was like at the age of like fifteen, I was obsessed. Mm-hmm. Do you know I? It, I thought I had like quite a teen market. Yeah, no, Jade, that's fair enough. Yeah, legally blonde. Mm-hmm. Again, questionable, but I was also obsessed with this as a teen. Thirteen Gone on Torty. No, that's a teen movie, yeah. Wild Child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then this is also questionable, but again, I found out when I was a teenager and I was obsessed. So, like, this is what I was going off. But Uptown Girls, have you ever seen that movie? I think, it, yeah, I know. Is that Brittany Murphy and Dakota Fanning, yeah? Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, love it's it. such a good movie. It's such a good, like, it just has this, like, 90s teen vibe to it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my list of, like, teen movies I love. So when like I was My in, fave ones. Yeah, so when I was in school and I was on my Cat Stradford, um, <laughs> Cat Stradford bag... Uh, I would turn to three movies specifically to kind of get me through my shitty, shitty school years. So mm-hmm. first one, the one I probably watched the most, Mean Girls. Yeah. Loved it. I was Janice Ian. I was Janice Ian and Kat Stratford all rolled into one. I think you still are Janice Ian. I still am. <laughs> That's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> uh, Breakfast Club. I'm just oh, yeah. The dynamic of the Breakfast Club. I just think it's so interesting. Yeah. And then, Clueless. Yeah, it's just not my favorite. You really, you're not a fan. I'm not really. I'm really not a fan. No. Hmm. I don't know why. Like, I think it was just like one of those things that was like too popular. Like, not like oh, it's too popular, but like it was just like I was just sick of hearing about it. Yeah. Do you know? Hmm. So. I don't know. I just, I just didn't vibe with it that much, and I just thought it was a bit incestual, and I was like, nah, we're not going. Oh, okay, yeah. Now I get what you mean. <laughs> you fair. know, it's just a bit like, yeah. You know, this there's better. Like, oh my god, Cinderella story. I was obsessed. Oh, oh I remember the era of Hillary Duff movies. Oh, the best era of life. The best era of life. Like I sang a Hillary Duff movie song for my leaving cert. Raise <laughs> your um, voice. Yeah. Oh, I love that song. Um, someone was watching over me. Yeah. Found myself today. <laughs> oh, I found myself in brand. Oh, 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 I swear to God. I'm, I don't know who let me sing from Relieving Cert. I'll never forget my friend Hazel's reaction to me when I told her I was singing from Relieving Cert. And she was like, really? <laughs> She's like, they're letting you? I'm like, yep. <laughs> Can't believe they're encouraging this. I just didn't want to do a full computer music exam, so 
Oh, that's fair, you know. Oh, I hate computer music. And I think only anyone that's ever done leave insert music will understand, well, will yeah. understand that. But I hated computer music so much. So I have to sing Hilary Duff and Adele. Oh, love it. <laughs> they're, they're all sick of Adele by that point. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but me and Evan were in the school Adele era, so. And Sam Smith. And Sam Smith, it was a bad one. Mm. For the examiner that had to listen to those songs 800 times oh, that year. Yeah. Uh, so what makes for a good teen movie? I think, like, you obviously have to have a good, like, dynamic. Mm-hmm. You obviously have to have, like, a strong female lead. I th- every teen movie has a strong female lead. Yeah. All of them. They all do. They, they, like, always just one main bitch in the best way possible mm-hmm. for this cast Trafford yeah um you know then there's like uh Katie Herring Katie Herring um oh my god what's her name in Freaky Friday oh uh, Anna Anna I yeah. was obsessed with Freaky Friday and that's why when you kept bringing up obviously not kept bringing up but we were talking about Jamie Lee Curtis at the start and I was like oh I'm going to talk about Freaky Friday. Well, like I knew I was going to talk about that before, but I just love her. Mm-hmm. I think that's how I fell in love with Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, actually, the other day I was eating McDonald's mm-hmm. and I remember there's a scene in Freaky Friday where she eats a French fry. <laughs> yeah, in the car. <laughs> and she's like, mm, I can't remember the last, the last time I had a French fry was on the beach in Honolulu or something like that. <laughs> I think that might be nearly the exact quote. And I haven't watched this movie in years, but I literally was eating like McDonald's chips and I thought of that exact scene every time I eat McDonald's chips. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you got to have a strong female lead, a love a good, interest? A love interest, a good dynamic, like between the characters. And just like a good story. Mm. A mean you girl? Do you mean girl? Yeah. Yeah, you have to have one. Yeah, even if the main girl is the main lead, you have to have a main girl. You have to have a villain. Yeah. There just has to be a villain. What do you have anything to add to that? No, no, I would agree. Like you need to have a Regina or a uh an Anna. She and was Anna. the villain and she was the main character. <laughs> yeah, and she was an absolute pain in the hole. <laughs> Yeah, or like Kate Sanders and Lizzie McGuire, you know, all these things. You need to have that bitch. And then you're like, and then the gays go crazy for her. Yeah. And then you need to have a Paolo. Oh, fuck boy. Yeah, there yeah, has to be but like there has to be the love interest and then the fuck boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or the love interest that is the fuck boy, and then the the hero swoops in. The best friend. The best friend. Yeah. Uh yeah, I also have to have the other best friend. Yeah. Like, so the, like, best friend, love interest, but then the best friend that's, like, the, the rock and the, like, the Janice. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to, I don't know why this came into my mind. It's not a good teen movie at all. And I love the original. I'm too, I'm too obsessed with the original. He's all that. I was going to write that down, but <laughs> then I didn't. I love that it. a though. modern teen movie, but in the worst way. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a great one, is it? 
No. Oh my god, ew. <laughs> I didn't start it up. Oh my god. I also love She's Like That. She's Like That is actually one of my favorite movies ever. And I know it's cringy and I know it's kind of corny, but I still love it. She's All That. She's All That, yes. Yeah. That's with Freddie Prince Jr. And I can't remember their. They, oh, I can't remember the, the lead actress's name, but then she's also in He's All That as Addison, Addison Ray's mom. Um, like, I don't need this. <laughs> Rachel Lee Cook. Rachel Lee Cook, and it was Rachel something. Yeah, Rachel Lee Cook. Oh my God. Have you ever seen uh, The Duff? No. No, you've never seen that? No. That's yeah, that's an okay one. Book Smart would definitely recommend. Oh, I haven't seen it. Easy A. Haven't seen it. You've not, not seen Easy A. Mm. Oh, Katie, come on, you need to get get your head to sorry. No, come on. No, sorry. I no. will. No. <laughs> I will one day. No, I, I, I will I will I will I will. Heathers. We want to talk about an amazing yeah. movies. Heathers. Yeah. But then the one, oh, bring it on. How no, but it's not a good one, though. Oh, it is so good. Is it? It is a movie about white privilege. <laughs> yeah, you can say that again. <laughs> and I know, I know so many cheers in the first Bring It On movie. I think I know all of them, and I will not do them for you. <laughs> give, me, give me a uniform, and I will put <laughs> Thank you. I will. I can make that happen. <laughs> Don't tempt me. Oh, I know. Oh, there's just so many. I just love the teen movie genre. And I think it needs to make a comeback. Yeah. Because the last one we had was the Kissing Booth 3. So bad. We did not. Why was there so three bad. of them? There was no need. <laughs> Absolutely no needs. Netflix yeah. needs to stop. Trying to make me, money. Oh, Drive Me Crazy is a great one. Oh, with Melissa John Harry. I forgot and, about that. And um, Adrian Greenier, I think it is. Oh, from, yeah, he's in Devil Wears Prada. He's on Hathaway's dickhead boyfriend. Yeah, but he's so hot. <laughs> he is. He's a good looking man. I'm not going to say. But he was like great looking in that movie. Heartthrob. You've got to have a heartthrob. Yeah. Yeah, heartthrob. Yeah. Does High School Musical count? Technically, yeah. And then Twilight. Oh, Twilight was that was a moment. Yeah, I still haven't watched Twilight. You've never seen Twilight? Oh my god, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> it's terrible, um, but I love it. At that age, I was watching like Finding Nemo and Over the Hedge and stuff. So, uh, Over the Hedge is a great movie, not a teen movie, but a great movie in general. Yeah, and Shrek. And Shrek. Yeah. Uh oh, is Sister Sister with the Traveling Pants is a teen movie? Have you seen that one? No. Oh, that's America Ferrera in it. You're a fake fan. I'm not a fake fan. You are I a just, fake fan. I don't watch stuff. Uh fake fan. America Ferrera. Hello. I yeah, but I'm only a fan of her in in two things. Ugly Betty and Superstar. <laughs> Okay, here's another one. Juno. Have you seen Juno? Yeah, that's a good film. That's an amazing movie. Yeah. 
the craft. You've definitely not seen that. No, I have not. You love it. That's about witches, is it? Yeah. Did you I saw. I did. Good. I saw blockers in the cinema as part of a premiere with a blogger. All right. Oh God, you're on your. No, it's not as glamorous as it sounds. My uncle's girlfriend's cousin's better, and she was like, "Do you and your friend want to come?" And I was like, "Yeah." That's that's but ended up, but it was really good. No, I love. But it's not great, like. It's not great. Um, I should watch it. But again. it's it's good. It's not like nostalgic. Do you know what I mean? No, that's the thing, and I think a lot of these. Oh, Ladybird, that's a good one. A good recent one. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, like a lot of the ones that we're talking about, Mean Girls and Breakfast Club and like Princess Diaries, Ten Things, like they're all rooted in nostalgia, and that's why we love them. Yeah. And now for me, every time I watch Mean Girls, which I've watched it like eighty thousand times or whatever, I just always go back to that place of being just the angry Janice in Cat Stradford, and mm-hmm. I still am. <laughs> yeah, well, but it's, is that a bad okay. thing? No. No. No, we all need one. I yeah. just said that. Who are you then? <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm kind. I'm kind of like um, like. I don't know. Karen I don't want to be like. <laughs> yeah. Just along for the ride, like. <laughs> yeah, just along for the ride. Just, just chilling. You know, just, just yeah. having some fun. Not really thinking too hard about anything. Oh God! Oh, okay. Well, this has been a fun discussion about teen movies. Uh, did you throw anything else in there? No, I think I'm good. Well, put up. Maybe we should put up like a poll or something, or like something about teen, teen movies on the Instagram. Yeah, suggestion box. We'll we'll throw it up. So if you are following us, go ahead. You'll get the handle later. But go ahead onto that and let us know. We'll start the discussion. Okay, so uh, most teen movies take place in a school, and school is in session for Miss Katie, Katie Stratford, if you will. Um, <laughs> uh, it is ten questions all about ten things I hate about you, but I don't hate anything yeah. about Katie. Well, some things I do. Um, <laughs> That's okay. I agree. I hate. Some she things hates things about me too. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, but that's okay. We're not going to. I love. I love outweighs everything, so that's okay. Uh, yep, and we will co- uh, we will uncover that in therapy. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but for now, uh, it's ten questions all about ten things ahead about you. Katie, are you ready? I am ready. So this question one, multiple choice, and a lot of these mm-hmm. can be multiple choice if, you, if they need them to be. Okay. Question one: What book is Cat reading when her acceptance letter arrives? Is it The Bell Jar, Catcher in the Rye, To Kill a Mockingbird, or The Great Gatsby? Bell Jar. It is the bell jar. Question two. Who plays the counsellor, Miss Perky? I literally just said her name. Mm-hmm. Starts can with this, an A. Can this be multiple choice? Yeah. Uh, okay. So we have uh, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Uh, Alison Janney. Yeah. Uh, Maya Rudolph. Yeah. Or Amy Poehler. Alison Janney. <laughs> I just I just forgot, but I was like, hey, I was like, what? But yeah, yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is a fill in the blank. So this is multiple choice as well. So fill in the blank. I like my blank, but I love my Prada backpack. Is it I like my Nikes, but I love my Prada backpack? 
I like my Skechers, but I love my Prada backpack. I like my flip flops, but I love my Prada backpack. Or I lo- I like my sandals, but I love my Prada backpack. Oh, this is a hard one. Is it? I just have to go for this, and y'all know why. Is it Skechers? It is Skechers. Yeah. <laughs> course it is of course we love product placement <laughs> loves it <laughs> so uh question four what is the name of the character that gabrielle union plays gabrielle union bianca's friend brought her prettier huh bianca's friend that's always with her goes off with joey um chastity chastity yeah yeah so question five this is multiple choice. According okay. to Bianca, um, it, according to Bianca, Cat is from what what planet? It's a planet angry, planet sad, planet loser, or planet bitter. Planet loser. Yes, and you're from planet. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been quoting that all day. Yeah, because Evan thinks that that scene is us. That's us bickering. <laughs> it is. It, it's the same energy. <laughs> It's the same energy. Yeah. So question six, what sport does Cat play? I want to say lacrosse, but it's not. Soccer? It is soccer. Yeah. Question seven, what language does Cameron pretend to know so he can tutor Bianca? Ooh, I'm going between French or Spanish, but I'm going to say French. It is French. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, question eight. This is multiple choice. What organ was Patrick rumored to have sold off? Was it his kidney, his spleen, his gallbladder, or his liver? His kidney. No. No, it was his spleen, wasn't it? No, it was his liver. All right. Okay. Never mind. I just got. Remember, Michael's in the bar and it's like, should you be drinking without a liver? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> question nine. What does Patrick buy for Cat as a present? Um. I don't remember. It's in the car. No. Oh. Very end of the film. I know, but I really can't remember. It's a guitar. Oh yeah, like never would have guessed that. Okay, question ten. If you do not get this right, <laughs> what song <laughs> does Patrick sing to Cat? Oh, um, um, it's Tom Jones. Um, yeah. I I love you, baby. Not What's the name? the name of it? That's I not the name of the song. So. Sing the song. <laughs> <laughs> this is like old music. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the song. Oh, it can't take my eyes off you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I am ashamed. <laughs> Again, we'll just re-quote Kevin. Why are you the way that you are? Yeah. I don't know. I have no answers. We don't. We don't. It's not been confirmed. No yet. one knows. No. No. But you did pretty well. You got 7 out of 10. Um, I did. So, well done. Uh, So, next up, we're going to put 10 things I hate about you on our pop scale. Rank it out of 5 based on how much we like it and its place in pop culture. Katie, what do you give 10 things I hate about you? I'm going to have to give it a five because it's like one of my favorite films of all time. Mm-hmm. And there's just no other way I can, I can, I can't give anything more than a five or less than a five. I love it. I'll never stop loving it. I will watch 
for the rest of my life I was oh, every young person coming up this movie whether they're nieces nephews sons daughters I don't care they're all watching it kids friend uh, friends kids whatever <laughs> they're all watching it they all need to know they need to be skilled so I'm giving it a five out of ten what about you okay don't kill me because this is still really high I'm not giving it the full five I won't, I won't. I'm giving it a four Okay, that's fine, but it's like one of my favorite movies of all time. And that's fair. And I wouldn't, I completely get where you're coming from. I, yeah, I would yeah. say I really like it and it is a comfort one. I wouldn't say it's a favorite. No. But I really love it and I think it is great. And I think it has so many iconic scenes. Like I said, that scene on the table where she's dancing is just so hot. Um, yeah. Obviously, the can't take my eyes off of you scene. I know. Uh, leave me alone. <laughs> Stop bullying me. <laughs> Please, please stop bullying me. Yeah, so so many iconic scenes. I think it's great. I think, mm-hmm. like you said, going to show it to, to friends, kids, nieces, nephews over time. So yeah, yeah, uh, love it. So uh, next, we're going to talk about what's popping, meaning what we're enjoying in terms of pop culture. Katie, what's popping with you? I'm really uh, enjoying watching Wednesday at the moment. So that's popping with me. I went to see Scream 6. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's popping, but I did enjoy it. Um, but it was quite good. Like, I, I really enjoyed it. So I, I guess you can try it in there. Um, Ted Lasso is back. Yeah. So it's popping because I can't wait to watch it when I'm done recording this. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, And other than that, just my usual podcast, Same Grace, the Joe, the Joe and George bags, not my bag, the huge unpopular opinion, all of them, all of them that to every week i actually really like um staying relevant with pete wicks and sam thompson okay i think it's quite good but i just think it's because i i find uh pete wicks funny mm-hmm. that's the other reason um so yeah what's popping with you okay so i would say uh megan trainer's new song mother oh uh- yeah sorry i forgot yes megan trainer yeah, love Megan Trainor's new song, uh, Mother. Uh, like it. I've only listened to Miley's album once. I need to give it another listen. I forgot I listened to that too, but I am I am liking it. Yeah, so I need to give that another listen and just I need to be fully invested. It's just it, yeah. it's on its way. Uh, so usual podcast, Wizards of Waverly, Pod, Flop Culture, Call on Adults, uh, Unpopular Opinion, things like that. I'm still loving Succession at the minute. Oh. Very good. I really enjoyed that. And Scream 6, I really, really enjoyed. And the Academy Awards. True. That you that they were really popping with you this week. Very much so. So Katie, where can the people find us? People can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It Popcast. You can give it a little review on Apple Podcasts and a rating on Spotify if you so wish. And if any of your family or friends want something new to listen to, they can find us anywhere they get their podcasts, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Okay, so that was our episode on 10 Things uh, I Hate About You. And, that's, and you'll hear from us next week.